Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it. Again. I'm back at it again, man. Listen. <laughs> boy, oh boy, look. <laughs> I feel that this show is going to be filled with anger, fire, vitriol. A lot of people are going to be very upset, okay? The New York Jets lost to the New England Patriots 15-10, to 10, and Zach Wilson was not good. Uh, Jets offense struggled throughout the game, uh, even though it was in didn't reach. And we're going to talk about it. The lines are hot. Everybody call in, 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. The lines are open, and they're hot right now. We will get to everybody. Trust, I'm hyped up, man. I can't wait to have this discussion. There's been a lot of fallout, and we're going to discuss it all. Listen, I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. All right? I want to hear about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Okay? I appreciate it. All right? We're also on iTunes as well, for those of you that do not know. Going over to iTunes, type in The Long Beach Joe Show. All right? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Also, leave me some feedback, okay? Leave me some feedback, all right? And give me a five-star rating. I appreciate everyone that does that. Host a podcast, get on out there on the podcast side. I'm also on Blog Talk Radio as well. For those of you that are on Blog Talk that listen up, blogtalkradio.com backslash Long Beach Joe Show. Uh, so please check me out on Blog Talk if you haven't already. I'm also on Twitter as well, too. Going over to Twitter, type in at the Long Beach Joe, at The Long Beach Joe on Twitter, okay? Uh, follow me over there. Follow you right back. We can go back and forth. I truly enjoy going back and forth uh, with people on uh, my social media platforms, Twitter or Facebook. All right, Instagram, we'll, we'll get that together. Instagram is tripping. But, you know, please, again, follow me across all of my social media platforms. Uh, we love going back and forth with everyone, all right? And uh, for those of you that do not know, right, a lot of people kind of stumble and fall into the fact that I live stream the radio show. Yes, we live stream the radio show, okay, on YouTube, okay? Some people somehow find their way over here. I announce it constantly. They come on over and they go, whoa, Joe, <laughs> you're looking good, bruh. Like, I like what you're doing. You keep a clean lineup. You know, you're a handsome guy. And I say thank you, ladies. Thank you. All right? I appreciate you. Okay, I'm not a, a arrogant guy. I'm not cocky. I just work with what I have. But I appreciate everyone coming on over to YouTube. Okay, when you come over to YouTube, type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Okay, subscribe to the show or subscribe to the channel, excuse me. Hit that notification bell. So when I post content, you'll be in the know. Hit the notification bell. Press all. Okay, so you get all of my notifications for my content. And uh, please give the videos and stream a Thumbs up. Now, keep in mind, when you come over here, you're going to have to deal with some people, okay? People that be in my chat. I'll call my chat the savages, okay? You want to know why? Because they're savages. Listen, they get after it. Salute to Mar. 
I see you in the building. He says, go Long Beach Joe. Jets was booty cheeks. Hopefully we don't get an almighty clap against the Kansas City uh, Chiefs. Maybe a mild one. How are you feeling about our new QB? We'll talk about that in a second. Well, I see you in the building, Mar. We'll, we'll get to you in just a second, okay? All the savages in the chat, you know, chop up your questions. We'll get to it, all right? Now, we're going we're gonna to talk about this quickly. We'll come to the callers in just a second, okay? Lines is hot. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. The lines are hot. We'll get to everybody, okay? Be patient. Trust. Now listen here. The New York Jets lost to the New England Patriots 10 to 15, okay? This was at MetLife. And let me tell you something, man. There's a lot of frustration, all right? And you see the frustration building. You see it all over the place. I'm going to start with the coaching, okay? A lot of people were banging on Coach Nathaniel Hackett, right? A lot of people were banging on Coach Hackett's game plan. A lot of people upset uh, about his game plan. And was his game plan – the best in the world? No. Was it extremely innovative with a bunch of motions and crazy play? No, it wasn't. It was pretty vanilla, right? But there were guys that were open, okay? There were guys that were open. You can, you can say whatever you want to say, but he schemed guys open. There were guys running wide open in that Patriots secondary, and the ball just was not delivered on time, and we'll get to why that wasn't happening in a second. The one thing I can question is his personnel usage, okay? Coach Hackett's personnel usage, is, it's got to be looked at because there's no way in the world that you can look at yourself in the mirror and say that Randall Cobb deserved 44 snaps and Nicole Hartman should come into this game and come out of this game healthy, right? Mind you, came into the game healthy and he didn't have a catch. Stuff like that shouldn't happen, okay? Nicole Hartman, the speedster, Okay, the guy that we love, the guy that we were so excited to get into the building, right? The guy that we all could not wait to have, you know, running around out there to really stretch the defense out, to really make people look at what we were doing here. There is no reason in the world that he's a guy that should not have a catch in a game this big of this magnitude. Why isn't he being utilized more? than he's been utilized so far within the offense? That's been a big question. I guess it's going to be a question we're going to continue to have. Now, as far as guys being open and not being hit, <laughs> I think that lays uh, – that, 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 that blame lays, lays squarely on the shoulders of Zach Wilson. Listen, everyone knows I like Zach. I think he's a cool guy, all right? But I'm also a realist, and I'm a very fair and balanced person. All right, when Sam was here, and everyone knows I'm a big SC guy, right on. When Sam was here and he was trash and he played like trash, oh, I told you. I was the first guy to tell you. <laughs> and I'm going to be the first guy to tell you today that Zach Wilson was awful. Awful. He was awful. He was terrible. All right? The thing that surprised me about Zach was that he was extremely gun shy. You can tell that he doesn't trust what he sees out there. He's so afraid to make a mistake. He's so tentative to let it fly, to let it go, that when guys are open or breaking open, he's way too late trying to get them the football or he doesn't get them the ball at all. He often was looking off guys that were wide open. Garrett Wilson was covered by uh, their rookie, Gonzalez. He was cooking him at times, couldn't get the ball, wide open. Guys running around, wide open, check downs, he wasn't hitting them. He just was not seeing the field. He took 
unbelievably stupid sacks in the first quarter on third and seven. I think it was like eight minutes and 45 seconds. He dropped back. The rush was there. It was around, but nobody was really that close to him. Well, he just spun around on his own and just fell down and got sacked in that way. Then he ran into another sack that was coming up the middle. A guy just was being, you know, held up by a center. He just runs forward and runs into the sack. And then he got sacked again. I think it was like first and 10 in the second quarter, 14 minutes, 51 seconds. He just gets smacked, a sack where he literally just held onto the ball for a 1,000 years, a 1,000 years. It was ridiculous out there. It was ridiculous. The Patriots literally were in single high safety all day long. Single high safety, that's all they did. Sack the box, crowd the box, and beg Zach Wilson to beat him with his arm. They manned up a lot. A lot against our wide receivers. Manned up. Single high safety. Couldn't do it. Just couldn't get the ball out. Couldn't get it done. He was able to lead a drive, though, a touchdown drive, in the fourth quarter to bring it to 13-10. to 10. And the offense had been dead up until that point. I'll tell you what, that drive looked phenomenal. And that's, that's the thing with Zach. Very volatile, man. Very up and down. He'll look awful for two quarters and then show up and look like, man, like, like a guy that really has some elite traits. A lot of the throws that he made during that drive were phenomenal, right? So now it's 13 to 10. We're in the building after the touchdown drive, all right? Pats up three. All we got to do is get the ball back, get something rolling, and we could possibly – snatched a victory from the jaws of defeat. Well, defense gets him the ball back with two minutes and 44 seconds on the clock. All he's got to do is lead a drive down. They come out, drop back, and he gets sacked for a safety. Keep in mind, when he got sacked for that safety, there were two guys wide open in front of him with yards to run. They were wide open. I think it was our tight end and one of our running backs. Wide open. I'm talking wide open. I could have made the throw. You, whoever's listening, wherever you're listening to me from, all right, wherever you're at currently, I guarantee you, you could have made the throw. The callers, which we'll come to in a second, either one of y'all could have made the throw. But Zach just wasn't letting it go. Couldn't see it, man. He was so bad against the Patriots. He was so bad. The Jets got the ball back, okay, still within reach. They could have won the game still, okay. After the safety, 15-10, we still, you get a score, we, we walk out here with a victory, even though we played so bad, right, offensively. We played so bad. Minute and 44 seconds left, gets the ball back. All he's got to do is put something together to lead a drive, right? First, first down, nothing. Second down, nothing. Third down, nothing. It's fourth and 10, okay? Fourth and 10. Fourth and 10. Zach drops back on fourth and 10 with the game on the line. He drops back on fourth and 10, looks around, and dumps the ball down to Tyler Conklin for a two-yard gain and tackle on fourth and 10. He decided to go with the check down on fourth and 10. When asked about this after the game, he said, well, I looked around, didn't really like what I saw on the backside, so I decided if I hit Tyler Conklin, he's only got one guy in front of him. If he can break that tackle, you know, he can make a play. He continued to go on and talk about how that was a bad decision and that he shouldn't have done that. But where's the awareness on 4th and 10? It's 4th and 10. 
with everything on the line. I would have understood if he would have just chucked the ball down the field to at least try to say, hey, somebody go up and get it and make a play. But on fourth and team, you do that. Not a good deal. All right? And you can see that the frustration is mounting within the building. Garrett Wilson was visibly frustrated on the sidelines. They were working with one of the offensive uh, staff, looking over stuff on the on the pad, the iPads that they have, looking over the film, trying to correct things. And you can see Garrett Wilson basically telling him, dude, I'm open, let it go. Michael Carter even, you can see his visible frustration. He went off on a coach on the sidelines. Now he did come out and clean, you know, clear it up. Him and the coach are good, right? Um, you know, but they was just, it's the heat of the moment. They're just trying to win. They're trying to get things together. But you can see that the frustration is building. Coach Sella came out after the game as well. When asked if Zach would be benched, he said no. They're not going to bench him. Then they came out uh, the day after as well, and he was asked by the media again, will you bench Zach Wilson now that you've had a night to sleep on this? And I'm sure you've you know, looked over the film. And he said no. Zach Wilson will be the starter going forward. That's what he said. The New York Jets offense against the Patriots did not look good. It really didn't. And this game plan of stacking the box, single high safety, begging Zach to beat you with his arm, not allowing the New York Jets to run the football is going to be carbon copy constantly. I'm keeping it all the way real. This is the same game plan defensively that teams have been looking at or have been giving us, excuse me, for the last two years that Zach has been here. Stack the box, bring heat, and uh, beg him to beat you with his arm. And he struggled. He struggled against Bilicek. And maybe it's just that Bilicek has his number. Okay? We'll be talking about that tonight, 515-602-9639. Maybe it's just that Bilicek has his number. Listen, Bilicek has made a lot of quarterbacks look like – a lot of great quarterbacks look like they're not that good. Okay? But, man, this was bad. The New York Jets couldn't run the football either. They had 38 yards total rushing. I'm going to say it again. The New York Jets had 38 yards total rushing against the New England Patriots. That Patriots offense was not good. It wasn't that great, right? The Jets defense did give up a big touchdown to one of their backup tight ends, got lost within coverage. I think it was Sauce that, uh, that actually uh, blew the coverage, and one of their uh, rookie tight ends got behind uh, you know, our defense and got a big run and touchdown. But – the Jets' defense only gave up 13 points. That's, that, they, that's a great position to win the game, okay? This is, this, you cannot put this on the Jets' defense. And even though Coach Sella talked about how, hey, we can't give up any points, we can't do this, the defense only gave up 13 points all game, all game. This was a very winnable game. This was a winnable game. Now, I will say I'm a little surprised that the Jets' defense didn't get any sacks. Where is the vaunted pass rush that we talked about? Where is it at? What's happening here? These last two games, I think one sack against Dak, zero sacks against Mac Jones. What's going on here? (laughs) You know? What's happening? When are we going to get to really putting pressure on quarterbacks and rushing the passer? By the way, I want to bring this up. Yo, Mac Jones is one of the dirtiest players in the NFL. I want to talk about that tonight. Mac Jones hit Sauce Garner in his private parts. This is YouTube. Pay attention. He hit Sauce Garner in his lower region in an area, okay, 
the no-no area, and I thought that that was extremely dirty and there was nothing called during the game. Sauce did push him and put him down on the ground after he did that, but, man, Mac Jones is something else. He is something else. I want to bring that up. Now, ever since the game, people have been tearing Zach Wilson to shreds, as we know. The New York Jets have also gone out and uh, signed Trevor Simeon. I think it's still pending the physical. That's still being worked out, but he's agreed to a contract with them, so they're bringing in Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon is, you know, a solid option here. He's a veteran. He understands how to prepare himself, get ready. You know, not the greatest arm, but he can get the ball out and move and shake. This is a guy that can make some things happen. So if some things slip up, I could see him being able, you know, to take the reins if need be. But we'll see what happens going forward again with this situation because the coaching staff up until this point has talked about Zach, Zach, Zach being the guy. Also, Dwayne Brown's on IR, for those of you that may not know. So he's going to miss at least four games. The New York Jets offensive line was also kind of jumbled around again. Makai Beckton back at left tackle where he belongs. And he never should have been moved to the right side. Just want to put that out there. He was at left tackle. They put ATV at right tackle. They put Titman at right guard. And a lot of people are talking about the Jets offensive line. I do not believe the Jets offensive line was as bad as people are trying to say that they were. I thought they were solid. Zach was not getting sacked because the offensive line wasn't handling business. The offensive line played solidly, played decently. Okay? They gave him time, brother. He had time. He just wasn't letting it go. He just wasn't letting it go. So we're going to get to the lines. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Listen, <laughs> Joe Namath ripped Zach Wilson. We know. Okay? He talked about that he would like to see Zach traded because he's seen enough. He talked about, hey, send him to Kansas City. Maybe he can learn something from Patrick Mahomes because he was done with him. That got big news. <laughs> oh, boy. You know. But Aaron Rodgers also went on Pat McAfee today and talked about how, you know, people need to hold their poise. You know, the Jets are one and two. There's things that we can do and get things together. But there's a lot of things that are going on where he's starting to kind of see that things that he doesn't like. Okay, and there's signs of imploding, and everybody just kind of needs to simmer down, hold your poise, you know, and start to really build. Don't point fingers at the coaches or at anybody. Just do what it takes to work to get better. So that was the speech from Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, I believe in that. You know, you don't want to see things implode again. We're still very early in the season. This was a, a tough loss because we talked about a lot of people are excited. A lot of people thought that this was the year that we were going to snap this streak with the Patriots. I haven't beaten them since 2015. Before the game, it was 14 straight. After the game now, it's, I think it's 15 straight, right? But we couldn't, we couldn't get it done. So we're going to be talking about that tonight. Also, we got the Kansas City Chiefs coming up Sunday night. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes and all these boys is coming to town. We got to be ready, man. We're going to be at MetLife yet again. is the number Call in We're going straight to the lines now Listen, for those of you that are calling in Please make sure you have a good connection Do not call me from a headset That you found in a Home Depot dumpster Come on Don't do that Please make sure that your line is good Clear of background noise Also, there are no cursing on my show like the only rule that I have. Don't curse on my show or I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast, okay? Faster than the Patriots can get the job. 
That was fast. What? Was it? Is it too soon? <laughs> All right. All right. I'm. I'm guess y'all don't like that. It's too soon. Okay. Uh, but yeah. So. Please be aware of that. Please give the stream a thumbs up no matter where you're watching me from. Also, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Please hit that notification bell so when I post content, you'll be in the know. Also, the Super Chat is there if you want to give to the platform. You know, be greatly appreciated. Cash App is at the bottom of the screen. Uh, anything that you give to the platform is greatly appreciated again, okay? Now we're going to get to the lines, 515-602-9639, 515 is the number. Call in, boy, oh, boy. I cannot wait. First caller we're going to is my guy, Ted. Ted, we're coming directly to you. Val, other callers as well, 914-973-IC. We'll come to you in a second. For those of you that do not know, okay, Ted, this man, Ted, is a savage. Ted, salutes and respect to you. We're sitting here after losing yet another game to the New England Patriots. We are now, uh, have been beat by them 15 straight times. Give me your thoughts on what you saw, and what are your thoughts about Zach Wilson, man? Hey, Joe, good evening. I'm going to be first caller up. Uh, It's, it's, we were were reliving uh, last year again, Joe, unfortunately, with the Rodgers injury. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. My opinion of his play was dreadful. He re- he's, he looks like he regressed. Uh, when Salah says that Zach looks good in practice, I can't relate the two together because mm-hmm. I don't know what happens from when he practices to when he gets on the field, how, how bad of a transition that is, Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly, in my opinion, Joe, I don't know – if our backup is worse than than Zach, because Mike White wasn't worse, they they fought so hard not to put Mike White in, and Mike White yeah. laid it out, and they love Mike White. They basically bought T-shirts with Mike White. You know, I won't say what's on the shirt, but it had an F word in it. <laughs> Mike mm-hmm. F yeah, and White, yeah. you know, and they wore those you know, yeah, shirts. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe our backup is better. One thing I could say, Joe, real quick, is mm-hmm. maybe in a couple games we're looking at trading for a veteran quarterback. On a, on a, mm-hmm. on a, because the only reason why you're praising Zach and saying he's my quarterback is because you want to keep the trade value down possibly for a veteran or another quarterback. Well, That's well, all I got, Joe. Here's Go the ahead. thing. Yeah, here's the thing, and I and I hear people talking about trading for a veteran quarterback, and I get it, right? But here's the deal: I don't think the New York Jets are going to do that, and I don't think even talking about not talking about trading for a veteran quarterback is going to keep the trade value down because everybody has eyes. Like nobody's stupid; they know that when, if the, if the Jets are truly in the market for a veteran QB, that they are in need. They know that. And that's why I think that they haven't done something yet. Okay, because at this point, what would stop you from doing that. I also think, and this is something I talked about during the offseason as well, constantly, and some people caught on to it, some people didn't. I've been DM'd about it. Everybody's talking about trading capital for um, a quarterback to come into the building, okay? 
But especially if you're talking about trading big capital, some people talking about Kirk Cousins, I've heard a lot of talk about giving up a first-rounder. Well, guess what? The New York Jets are in need at certain spots, right? Aaron Rodgers is mm. supposed to come back next year from everything that we've heard. If you mm. think the New York Jets' offensive line is bad this year, oh, baby, wait until next year if you don't have the draft capital. Okay? Dwayne Brown, mm. he's on the IR. More than likely it's this last year. That's a hole along the offensive line. Let's say that's the left tackle hole. Makai Beckton, he didn't get a fifth-year option. This is why I talked about the importance of giving him a fifth-year option because in case he showed that he was the guy, which he's, he's playing decently, he's playing pretty solid, right? But if he shows that he agree. can be healthy this full season, right? If he shows he can be healthy this full season and he shows that, hey, he's still a guy that can really make an impact across the line, the likelihood of him re-signing here is not high. More than likely he's going to be gone. Jets fans have been screaming for him to be gone for a long time. You're about to get your wish, possibly. By the way, anybody concerned about uh, Connor McGovern? He is ass. He's trash. And so mm-hmm. is Lakin Thomason. That is four spots along your offensive line. Let's say we take Joe Tipman and we thrust him into that center position. Cool, because that's what he was drafted for. But what about these three spots? How are you going to feel mm-hmm. left tackle, right tackle, and left guard? And you got Aaron Rodgers, the savior, the savior. You got Aaron Rodgers, the savior, coming back off of a torn AC or torn Achilles, excuse me. You're going to have to draft those positions. You don't have enough money in the world to sign a top-tier left tackle, right tackle, and left guard. You don't have enough money to do that. Unless guys are really going to take, like, massive pay cuts, what's the type of massive pay cuts that a top guy needs to take to come here will be huge. Mm. So uh, what are you going to do? Because even if you don't re-sign Makai Becton, you're going to have to franchise him. Oh, you want to talk about how much money you have to give him to franchise him? So that's the, that's the issue that I think people are not talking about. And this is something that I've talked about all off particularly around the time when he didn't get the fifth-year option and everybody was excited. And I said, whoa. Look, I, I get it. Everybody's upset. Everybody knows I love Makai Becton. But I looked at it like, well, can't we just use that kind of as an insurance policy? Let's say he comes out this year and he's good. Okay, we got him for another year. Because I remember people were screaming the same thing about Quentin Williams a while back. When he wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, he was playing well, but he wasn't playing like the guy that, you know, the, the, to, the, to, the, to the type of draft capital that we get, we, 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 you know, spot where we took him in the draft. And I remember people were screaming, do not give him a fifth-year option. Do not trade him now. I remember people screaming to trade Quentin Williams for a bag of chips and a half-eaten honey bun. If we had not have given mm-hmm. Quinn Williams, Quinn Williams that fifth-year option, do you know where the New York Jets would be right now? We'd be in big trouble because look what he turned into. That then opened the door and allowed us to do what? Give him big money and keep him here as a New York Jet to have the type of impact that he's had. So <laughs> that's, that's my take, Ted, on that. I, I don't think they're going to mm-hmm. do that. I don't. Now, I, I, I want to talk to you about this, Ted. They have mm-hmm. brought in Trevor Simeon. I know the talk about signing him to the practice squad. I think he's probably going to be elevated at some point. What are your thoughts about them bringing in Trevor Simeon? Do you think that he's a guy that could hold the fort here and potentially take over and you know, keep everything even keel with Zach Wilson in case Zach Wilson uh, you know, implodes? 
Implode worse than he is now, Joe. <laughs> I mean, will his will, will his leg fall off, Joe? What what what's what, what I mean what what what's going to happen that's worse than what he's doing, Joe? But I hear you, Joe. Maybe what, Joe, what you you're right though. Yeah, Joe, yeah. Joe, you're right about one thing though. You know, you know, one thing I thought about when I saw that was uh-huh. he's not he's not in my opinion is he really a threat to Zach's job? He's kind of like mm. a lower level number two. I mean, they can still say, "Oh, Simeon doesn't know the offense." Simeon, you know, blah blah blah. I don't know, Joe. I, I, it seems like they're gonna go with Zach as far as they can, and, and damn, damn the fans, damn the mm-hmm. anybody who complains. Salah's gonna go, and Salah at that press conference after the game, he looked like he was at a funeral. I mean, that yeah. guy looked like. I, I don't, Joe. I don't know what it is about Zach that they can't admit and move on. That similar to the Forty ers who moved on with Trey mm-hmm. Lance. I mean, mm-hmm. there is a glimmer of hope that he can. He's he's got an amazing arm talent. He's athletic, but and maybe with some mentoring from Aaron Rodgers, maybe he can be a capable, you know, backup or a lower tier starter. Mm-hmm. But that's not happening. That dream yeah. is over. He, maybe maybe with another team, you know, maybe with another team it could happen. But I don't see mm-hmm. Trevor Simeon kind of, uh, you know, in my opinion, Joe, they should say, Zach, you got you got one half against against Kansas City, and that's it. Wow. One half. And, and you know, sit. He can always come back. And, and somebody made a point on one of these other channels that um, uh, Belichick benched Mac Jones, went to Bailey Zaffi, and then mm-hmm. came back to Jones again. So it's not like it's the end of the world to Zach if he sits. So I would say, and another thing too, Joe, I would let Zach uh-huh. rip it on Sunday. If we're going to lose and we're going to be competitive, just let mm-hmm. him rip it. Call any, call rip any, it. whatever you want to call, Joe. Call anything yeah, in the playbook that he knows. Yeah, and, Go ahead, Joe. and that's where that's where I wanted to go with you because the lines are hot. So my final question is: You got this upcoming yep. game. We all know that Zach is starting. Okay, don't do, listen for y'all listening. Do not DM me crazy. I'm not saying that Zach should be a starter. I'm telling you what it is. Okay, and what mm-hmm. it is is they've come out in public to say he's going to start going forward. That is mm-hmm. what it is. All right. Now, mm-hmm. with Zach as a starter, what would the offensive game plan be against the Chiefs? Because the Chiefs, you know, they they bring some things defensively. They got some guys that can rush the passer. If you were the offensive coordinator, what are some things that you would try to do to help Zach? get better and really make an impact in this upcoming game offensively. Okay. Joe, a couple of things. I I'm not making an excuse, okay? And savages mm-hmm. don't 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 bury me on this one. The, the weather was <laughs> don't be brutal. scared. Don't be scared. Nah, don't be scared. No, nah, I don't have a lot of fear. Joe, I don't have a lot of fear, don't worry. Um uh the weather was iffy. Zach Belichick, you like you said, Belichick held the Dolphins to twenty one points and Dolphins went out to score mm-hmm. seventy the next week which is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, Joe, I would have came out in shotgun and three wides on Sunday night. That's what I would come mm-hmm. out in. And then I would mix it up with, with, you know, three tight ends with the 12 or 13 personnel and try to run the ball and mix it back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then you can – is there a guy – there's a guy named Nicole Hartman, Hartman on the team, right? Is he still with the team or is he cut? Is that guy ever going to get a play? I don't know. I- yeah, I, I I remember something about him, but I, I think the Jets yeah. do have him on their roster. I'm not really sure. Okay. I remember 
It wasn't like a free agent or something. Maybe he's like a, maybe he's a janitor or something at the stadium or maybe. A, a well-known maybe. fan. Maybe go he, ahead, go ahead. Maybe he just maybe he just moves towels on the bench, Joe, or gets Gatorade yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. But yeah. but you know, I would throw. Why don't we Why don't we put him in the slot? Throw a throw a mm-hmm. pass to him and let him option. You know, I mean, there's got to be some kind of ways. Run read options, Zach. I, I don't care if they got to run the damn wishbone. It just mm-hmm. mix it. The play calling is an issue too, Joe. Huge issue. There's no yeah. creativity. Yeah. Mike LaFleur looks like, you know, Don Coriel compared to uh, our, our – that might be past your time, Joe. Don Coriel uh, compared to uh, Hackett. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. absolutely no creativity. And I know we don't have much of a line. Another thing – I know you got to go, Joe, real quick, though. Yeah. This yeah. is week two of the new offensive line. Maybe mm-hmm. – we can get something going finally. They call a legitimate, legitimate attack on the offense. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, there's a lot of things moving in a second. Before I let you go, Ted, give me your final score prediction <sighs> for the Jets' upcoming game against the Kansas City Chiefs Sunday night at MetLife, baby. Woo! Yep. Give me your thoughts. Uh, Joe, I want to see Taylor Swift drowning, drowning in her tears, okay, when, <laughs> when Sauce Gardner takes Travis – Sauce Gardner is going to travel with Kelsey most of the game because Kadarius Tony's garbage is garbage. Okay. So I would say, Joe, Joe, the defense does have to step up a little. This is the, we need the defense to make sacks in this, this, if we have Mm -hmm. any chance. Uh, If Zach can, you know, if they can be a little more decent, I think Mm -hmm. we can pull up a a huge upset. 24, 21. 24-21. Listen, Ted, I got to slide off. Yes, I got calls. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right, Chuck. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. I'm taking all callers again. Please be patient. I can see y'all. New callers, I can physically see you, okay? Be patient. Trust. We're going to get to you. All right, but the lines is hot, and we're, you know, moving through. All right, next, we're going to go to my guy, Val. Val, we're coming directly to you. <laughs> For those of you that do not know Val, <laughs> oh, he's a savage. <laughs> savage. <laughs> Yo, if you don't know. So, listen, shenanigans are here, okay? For those of y'all that don't know, Um, Val, I'm pretty sure, is not going to hold back. All right, listen, Val, Jets lose to the Patriots. Joe Namath just absolutely ripped the Jets staff. Everybody open, including Zach Wilson, on a a recent interview, talked about how Zach Wilson should be off the team. He would trade him to Kansas City, no less, uh, because he doesn't get it upstairs. Give me your thoughts on the Jets offense against the Patriots and how you felt about Zach Wilson and his play? <laughs> okay, so, Joe, you had asked me last time, do you trust Zach Wilson in this game against the Patriots? And my reply was, nope, I definitely do not trust Zach Wilson at all because I knew exactly mm-hmm. what they was going to do. This is the same thing over and over and over. They do not trust Zach Wilson. The defense do not even respect Zach Wilson as a quarterback. And let's take it to his QBR for the past three years. He's been dead last 
for the past three years on a consistent basis. So, of course, I'm definitely not going to trust Zach Wilson. And honestly, man, it's just like it was no – it was really like no game plan because the game plan was to to handcuff Zach Wilson. All you seen was in this game was run on first, run on second, and third and long. That's the only thing that you've you seen this whole game, and it was nothing but punts. And I knew that was exactly what's going to happen. And it's just like, man, how can we bet on this team to win games that we barely even can get first downs? And we're just going to just talk about one drive, which was basically at the end of the game, which is like, man, it's just it's, it's, it's game-wrecking for me, man. And, and honestly, man, and Joe Namath, he's, he's finally came out and said exactly what I'm, element in, um, what I'm saying as well, too. I'm like, man, this guy, he's not the guy. Zach Wilson is not the guy for the Jets. This guy, mm-hmm. even, I don't even think he should be in the NFL. I think he should be in XFL, to be honest with you, because let's be real, man. That what we've seen in the preseason, the four. This is this is exactly why I kind of got on him, you know, in the first and the second game. I didn't want to be too negative, but what has he shown you in the preseason? In the preseason, he had four games. First game, he didn't really play, but he only scored one time in the preseason, and it's just like, man, it's it's like the team is not flowing. You had Mike White. He just put up. He just helped the Miami Dolphins put up seventy points. And it's just like mm-hmm. we got rid of the guy that was actually the team was getting behind. They had Mike White shirts. They was um, happy that they finally have a quarterback that can actually pass them the ball. And they was wearing T-shirts. They was happy. And then now they they put out like this year that oh yeah we believe in Zach Wilson. His confidence is up. We don't want to hurt his confidence or anything. Now we have to rally mm-hmm. behind the guy that we benched two times last year. It's just, it's, I feel like it's an organizational problem, Joe. I really feel yeah. like it's an organizational problem. And it yeah. just takes the team Listen. four years to realize the quarterback is not the um the guy. But go ahead, Joe. Sorry, not to I just had yeah. To listen, <laughs> no, listen. I I hear you. I I I hear you, and I and I feel the frustration. Trust me, I <laughs> I knew it. Listen, I hear and I, I understand that people are talking about it's an organizational issue. I really think that they again. I think that they bet a lot on Aaron Rodgers. I think that there were some mistakes made, but I. I know that there's people calling for the heads of Sulla and Joe Douglas. I don't think that either of them should be fired. But I will tell you this, that they're going to go forward with Zach Wilson. They've told us that. I think that they've looked at options, you know, via free agency. I think that they've looked at options also via trade. And I don't think they're going to um, bet on a lot of the other quarterbacks that are out there. Now, I will say this. They did bring in Trevor Simeon, okay? And I want to get your thoughts on that. What are your thoughts about what he could bring to the table? And do you think he could be the guy – that, if need be, could step in and settle this Jets offense and get us in the right direction if Zach continues to look the way that he has. Okay, and I would say about this, the rebuttal of what you were saying, um, Joe Douglas and um, Robert Sala, I would say that basically, you know, I feel like they're protected. I feel like they're not going to go nowhere mm-hmm. due to Aaron Rodgers being here and stuff. So they're, exactly. they're not going to go nowhere mm-hmm. at all. So I, I mm-hmm. definitely understand that. So that's why he's saying what he's saying. And mm-hmm. nobody's gonna really come for their job. So because they haven't really showed too much. And going on Trevor Trevor Stevenham, I feel like he's a below average quarterback. I feel like he's better than Zach Wilson as well. I mean that's not too hard to tell. But I will say mm-hmm. that Trevor Stevenham, I feel like the team is gonna flow with him. He can't throw too deep, and you know he he's gonna he's not gonna get us to the playoffs. 
I would have definitely wanted, you know, at least a little competition. I would love to work out with Carson Wentz as well, too, to bring him in or, mm-hmm. you know, trade for Jacoby Brissett and stuff. But that, I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're going to just roll yeah. with this situation. So, I, yeah. I, uh, I know that there's a lot of people ahead, talking yeah. about Carson Wentz. And listen, I know that there's a lot of people talking about Carson Wentz. And again, Carson Wentz definitely in his prime was somebody that, whoa. But Carson Wentz stinks. I'm not saying that he, him and Trevor Simeon yeah, are true. equal, but, you know, he's, he's not that great. I know that people are talking about Matt Ryan as well, and these are legitimate names. I, I, you I, don't I'm want back statues. A lot of people. You don't want statues. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> you know, but I, I think that the Jets went out and grabbed the guy that they felt like could come in and really put some things together. And I know that there's been a lot of rumors surrounding Carson Wentz. Uh, Chad Henney, I believe, came out recently as well and talked about that the Jets said, you know, tried to contact him, and he decided to stay retired. So they're definitely looking. And Simeon's just the guy that they brought into the building. Look, and I get it. Trevor Simeon, he's not the greatest, but you're not going to find QB1 as a free agent, right? <laughs> and I know no, people are talking about making not. trades, too. You talk about making trades, too. Yeah, Every, Jacoby think, Bursette, I remember a Garner Jacoby Minshew is another name that's yep. out there for people. Yeah, people are that talking about the Ravens. Yep. Yep. But keep in mind, backup quarterbacks are a premium in this league. They are. I mean, we can go through the names of guys where those teams love to hold on to them for situations like this. And if they know that you're in need, you get taxed. And I just talked about it earlier. That guess what? Guess what? The Jets are in a position where they need draft capital going for it. Lots of it. Because Hmm. that man that's on my screen, eight, he's coming back. He's told you he's coming back. Yeah. And if he's coming back, you better properly protect him or he'll be in the same situation next year that he's in this year. Okay. Exactly. That's why the Kirk Cousins trade doesn't make no sense to me as well. That's why I said that's a pipe dream because if you're going to trade for somebody that's going to be here for one-year rental and you just trade it for Aaron Rodgers, it doesn't make no sense to go out to get Kirk Cousins. It doesn't, you know. I mean, mean, he's going to be looking for a a hard place. Exactly. We're in between and, a rock and, and a hard place. Thing, yeah, exactly. And another thing I did not like about the game as well, too, Randall Cobb getting 44 snaps while McCole Harvey oh, only Lord. got three snaps. That does not oh, make Lord. no sense. That does not make wow. no sense. I'm sorry. A guy that just won a Super Bowl with this, um, the Kansas City Chiefs is not getting no burn, and he's a speed, he's, a, he's your speed guy. He's a person that's going to Bruh. take the top off of your defense. It's, it doesn't make no sense, Joe. Val, when I tell you, I I, I looked at that, and I was like, Nathaniel, what? what? <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about, man? What are you doing, Nathaniel? What are you doing? Why is I don't he know. 44 snaps? Good Lord. Val, the lines are hot. My last question for you, we got the Kansas City Chiefs coming up, right? They're coming to town Sunday night. What kind of offensive game plan would you put together, man, to help Zach Wilson get out of this slump? What do you think can be done to really put him in a position to make something happen out there offensively? Listen, man, I'm going to go off with um, the last caller said, man, you have to let Zach Wilson – you just got to put out everything, man. You have to – Get McCole Hardman involved as well, too, to take off the top of the defense. You have to mm-hmm. get the the short and immediate passes out 
you have to bring confidence. And I did see that they did put up the line that I um that I off like I was projected that they should have did with um Makai Beckham being on our left tackle, the right guard yep. um Timmin and right tackle ABT because like you said, put ABT anywhere and he will do the job and he definitely did his job out there and it mm-hmm. was decent. It wasn't bad. And let's just say, man, um, you wanted to score. Yeah, score. Give me your final score prediction, please. Um. Oh man, I, I, I'm starting to get that this is going to be the Jaguar vibes of last year, man. This is going to be a away game for us. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm guessing this is going to be a, a seven to. Uh, I would say a ten because we scored ten points, ten to twenty-one. Kansas City is going to win the game. Oh man! I mean, yep. Val said it. Listen, uh, Val, I gotta defense. slide off. I got other callers. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right? Yes, sir, man. Everybody likes to subscribe to Joe. Keep doing your thing, Joe. And like I said, Zach Wilson, prove me wrong. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We're taking all calls. You call in. Please be patient. Trust. We'll get to everybody. Okay. Two hour show. We're moving through. We're having great conversation. Next. We're going to go to my guy, Jake. Jake, we're coming directly to you, oh boy. <laughs> For those of you that do not know, Jake, he's a savage. <laughs> Jake, salute. Good to hear from you. Zach Wilson stunk it up against the Patriots. The Jets' offense just couldn't get anything rolling. The defense did hold the Patriots to 13 points. Give me your thoughts on what you saw and all the anger, negativity, and vitriol that is being spewed currently at the Jets organization for going forward with Zach Wilson. Joe, um, yeah, I think this is the first game we've talked to this season, so uh, nice mm-hmm. to try to talk to you about this, even though I'm trying to hold back a lot of frustration at this point. Um, okay. Let me just start on this phone call by telling everybody that I will not be addressing him as Zach Wilson. I'll be addressing him as Ryan Leaf. So let's just make it clear that Ryan is our starting quarterback right now. And Ryan, I'm sorry, Ryan Leaf Jr. Well, I'll be nice. Ryan Leaf Jr. So I'm calling me too old. Uh, Ryan Leaf Jr. is um, a quarterback that I think everybody in the world needs to make sure never exists on a football field ever again. Like, I don't even think that anyone – you know, I, what, if anything, I'm mad at more this week are the so-called experts on television, the podcasters, not saying you, Joe, but other podcasters and people bringing people on their shows saying they saw glimmers of hope and there was three quarters of this and two quarters of this. Let me make sure very <laughs> Anybody this season that said Zach Wilson should be on a football field, you have chosen amnesia. You chose amnesia because you knew what you watched the last two seasons and you continue to accept that you ignored what happened, period. I literally, Joe, I don't know if you know this. I went to the game week one. You know, the funeral. Oh, I, wow, I, okay. I went to the was a horrible, yeah, it was, I was at the funeral. I left the funeral at the second quarter because I did not care if we had won or lost. I was not willing to accept 
the denial and accepting the amnesia of what Zach Wilson was going to do in that game. I didn't care they won or lost against Buffalo. I'm sorry. Because I knew well, we got a that W. It was a great W. The went down. It was going to be all downhill, and nobody wants to accept it that night. So mm. this, ladies and gentlemen, this is exactly why you don't support Ryan Leaf Jr. So the mm. Jets have no one to blame but themselves for where they've gotten them into this position. Because mm. A, signing Simeon, which, by the way, signing Simeon, I think one of your callers said that basically it's like, was he a threat to Zach Wilson? Absolutely not. They hired this kid because, I don't know, Simeon, where I don't know how old he's, young guy, older guy. You're they older hired guy. Simeon. They hired, yeah, whatever. They hired Simeon to basically tell Zach Wilson, hey, it's okay. You're going to be oh fine. We're not bringing anybody serious in here. Come on, Zach. That's okay. Let's pet you on the head. Would you like some soup and macaroni and cheese, please? That is exactly what they did in bringing Trevin Simeon today. So okay, you okay. watch against, if you care about the game, you care about the game, it went exactly like Jacksonville Jets last year and every other game. I'm not even going to dissect yeah. the game because it went exactly the way it should well, be. And I'll tell you right now, the only thing that shocks me right now is Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner haven't won out of the team at this point. That's the only thing that hasn't yeah, shocked it, me. It, 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 here's, here's where I want to go with you, Jake, because there's been – we saw during the game there was a lot of frustration on the sidelines. We saw that. And even Aaron Rodgers commented on that on the Pat McAfee show about holding your composure and holding your poise and how people are getting, you know, a little bit emotional. And that was something he said himself. I don't like seeing that. You know, and he even kind of alluded that if I was out Welcome there, to the Jets, Aaron Rodgers. Welcome to the Jets. This yeah, is what we yeah, for yeah well, but, but here's the deal, though. Here's the deal, though. Here's the deal, though, Jake, right? I want to ask you this. With Zach Wilson being unnamed, you know, the, being named the starter going forward, are you concerned that Robert Sella could lose this team? Because the same thing that we saw, the frustration that was mounting last season, Garrett Wilson being upset, you know, even – Carter going off or the coach on the sidelines, are you concerned that players will just turn it off because they know we're going into a game with a guy that can't get it together? Yeah. I mean, at this point, it almost seems like Salah knows he's going to be coaching Rodgers next year. So, inevitably, mm. to me, if you, want, if you want, I'll tell you what. You know what the one silver lining of having Ryan Lee Jr. playing is he's going to involuntarily tank for us. So if we want to get our franchise quarterback after Rodgers, he might help us do that. So I'm going to look at that as the one positive for the rest of the season with him there. Maybe that's going to be the one Jake. without Garrett Wilson wanting to, like, literally, like, jump off a bridge at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, as we continue to move on, right, we got a game coming up with Kansas City. Now, I know, you know, the offensive side, we got to see what happens. But I'm looking at the defensive side. We're going to be facing Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. I mean, this is a real deal offense. What do you think about the the Jets' defense? What do you think about the Jets' defense facing up against this offense? And do you think our pass rush will show up for this game? Because it hasn't been around since the Buffalo game. These last two games, we really haven't gotten to the quarterback as much as we should have. You know, against the Patriots, we didn't get any sacks at all. Do you think we'll be able to get after Mahomes and possibly create some turnovers? Um, well, they have a very good offensive line, so I'm a little skeptical about how it's going to go. Um, it just comes down to the bottom line of how long is it a bet? Is, does it instead of it being a dominant defense, how long before we start looking like a bend don't break defense, which is pretty much mm. what the whole last two 
have been so far. And also, let's Joe, I'm sorry, but a lot of people don't want to say this, and I'm not mocking the defense, but let's be real. Josh Allen really kind of threw the game away week one. Josh Allen really threw the game away week one. Uh, he held the defense. That I wouldn't say that. He threw, no, I wouldn't he say threw that. I, I would say that the New York Jets, hold on, the New York Jets defense forced him into making bad decisions. He didn't just throw the game away. There was pressure around him, and we know that when pressure gets to Josh Allen, Josh Allen will turn them things over. He'll throw interceptions. Sure. That's fact. Sure. I mean, he wasn't just out there not, doing what – I'll tell you what, when the, Jets, when the Jets brought pressure, when they were blitzing Josh Allen, that's when we were just giving him an out. When we just brought pressure from our front four and played zone coverage, we made him make decisions, and then he had guys like Carl – or not Carl Lawson, excuse me, because he didn't play. Quentin Williams, Huff. Jermaine Johnson, those guys were getting to him, and he was just trying to get the ball up out of there and making big mistakes. That's how Whitehead got them three picks. But continue on. Well, I mean, I, mean, I could also go on that game and say that Zach Wilson was horrendous in that game, too. I'm sorry. Ryan Lee Jr. was that <laughs> terrible. Like, the Garrett Wilson. He did like Garrett Wilson, he basically saved the yeah. game with that touchdown, pretty much. But whatever. I, I digress. I'm not going to get into that game anymore. The Kansas City game – is just going to be at what point does the defense just say we're done? What point are we done? Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Jacksonville game last year was the one where they just said, we're not trying hard for this kid anymore. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I know these guys want to make their money, and I know, but at some point they're going to send a message to the team and say, listen, you keep trotting this, this little chump out here. We're not going to do this anymore. And I'm not going to blame them. Mm-hmm. They're back right where yeah. they were last year again. How are, what, and where in my mind are they going to be patty and Hurts, or even loser Russell Wilson. How? I'll tell you what. Let me ask you that, Joe. Where in where do you do you realistically see them winning the next three weeks at all? One of those three games, realistically. <sighs> I could see them. I could absolutely see them beating Russell Wilson. He is awful. I could see them beating the Broncos because the Broncos are just they're they're just they're trash. I think that they have a chance, and here's where I'm saying they're going to have a chance. If the defense shows up the way that the, like, if, if the Jets defense turns into the defense that we all know that they are or have been, right, there's a chance there because this defense don't give up nothing. I'm talking about nothing. We faced the Vikings before, what was it, uh, last season, and they were like a Super Bowl contender, and they didn't go crazy on us at all, right? The issue is with Zach Wilson, and I know, listen, people want him gone. They want him benched. I feel you because he did not play well. I'm, like I said, I'm objective. He did not play well, and he's, he's looking bad. But he's so volatile that we saw that drive during the Patriots game where he was getting the ball out quickly. I think that if Nathaniel Hackett comes out with a game plan that gets him outside the pocket, that allows him to just launch the football, move, use his feet, do all of that stuff, because that's what he did with Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles was trash, but he was running around, and defenses couldn't stop that. They couldn't stop everything that was coming and stop Blake Bortles running. So he's got to start getting Zach Wilson on the move because when Zach Wilson is able to move is when he, we see him play better than he's been playing. When you ask Zach Wilson to be a pocket passer, that's when things fall apart. And we see that. And, again, maybe, and I'm not making excuses, I'm just saying maybe the Patriots game is just Bilicek has his number. Bilicek has a lot of quarterbacks' numbers, a lot of great quarterbacks' numbers. We know that. He's made guys that are elite look like you really shouldn't even be in the league, dog. <laughs> He's done that on multiple occasions. So maybe that's a part of the factor, too. Because last season, 
he looked bad against Bilicek, too. Bilicek is at his number ever since he's been here. But that's my thought on it. I think the Jets have a chance to win, especially the Broncos game for sure, but I think we'll be in all of these games. The big factor, again, is Zach Wilson. And the Jets' running game has got to step up, too. It's got to step up. 38 yards total, that's not enough, dog. Not with a team that has a ground-and-pound identity. But before I let you go, Jake, because the line's hot and we've got to get to everybody, give me your final score prediction, Jets-Kansas City. How do you think this ends up? 28-10, Kansas City. 28-10? Listen, Jake, I want to thank you for calling in, but i got to slot off. You have yourself a good one. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're getting to everybody, but be patient. Trust. It's a two-hour show. We're getting to everybody. Okay? Next! We're going to 973. 973, we're coming directly to you. 973, give me your name and where you're from. I know uh, we've spoken to you before, but give me your name again and give me your thoughts on Zach Wilson and this offense, man. Hey, Joe, it's uh, Dre in Anaheim, Um, but uh, I'm watching the Jets. I mean, Rodgers was the headline of the NFL this year. And to me, Mm -hmm. Zach right now, he's the fall guy. He's the fall guy. They're throwing him to the wolves. Um, he's taken all the shots. He's taken every bullet. Um, and Sala and Douglas and even Hackett and everybody else is hiding behind the body of Zach Wilson as he's getting shot with every bullet, man, like an action movie. And they're all hiding behind his body. That's just me. Dre, listen, salute. I want to thank you for calling in again. Look, I hear you. All right. Zach is doing himself no favors, though. All right. He's not playing well. And we saw that. People can talk about this, Daniel Hackett, and I get it. The game plan, it wasn't innovative. All right. We all know that. Very little motion, you know, next to nothing. But here's the deal there were guys wide open. Even when Zach was getting sacked, there were guys wide open. Uh, uh, Garrett Wilson came across on a drag route on one of those plays, he was wide open. When Zach got sacked for that safety, there were two guys right there, wide open. There were guys running wide open in the Patriots' defense, but Zach couldn't see them or couldn't hit them. And that's where I want to ask you, why do you believe that so gunshot? Why do you think that he's so afraid to let it fly? I mean, is that something you think that can be coached out of his DNA? It can be coached out, but it's not going to happen when you have a defensive coordinator with the headset uh, with the job title that says head coach. That's, that's the problem right now. The Jets have two defensive coordinators that just one guy gets more money and he gives more press conferences. That's not a guy who could teach Zach anything. Now, should Zach be fired, gone? A hundred percent. Don't make it sound like a, a, I'm crying too hard for Zach. You're right. He's lost this job, but he also really hasn't been coached yet. Um, That's kind of why they brought Rodgers here. Hey, Rodgers, you're going to be the quarterback. Oh, yeah, you're going to be Zach's coach. Oh, yeah, you're going to be the offensive coordinator. Oh, yeah, you're going to be the general manager. Oh, yeah, you're going to – I don't know what you call that job title. I I think maybe it's savior, but no team has ever won the Super Bowl with a savior. I haven't seen it. There's been 57 Super Bowls, and uh, a quarterback has never won the Super Bowl. A savior has never won the Super Bowl. A football team 
wins every Super Bowl. And that's the problem the Jets have right now. They're like that guy who plays the scratch-off lotto. Oh, I'm going to get rich. I'm going to get rich. I'm going to get rich. You know, you just make more money just getting a job and working a full-time job. Just just do it the right way and build the process. But they were trying to skip the line, skip developing mm-hmm. a quarterback, and just skip straight to the Hall of Famer. And that didn't work. Well, and it's not going to work. The NFL is not that easy. Yeah, and I, and I hear you, I hear you, Dre. But I think that the New York Jets did build correctly. I think that they recognized, though, that the quarterback was the missing piece. I think we all recognize that they did build the right way. Garrett Wilson was drafted in the same draft as Sauce Gardner, Jermaine Johnson, and um, our running back Brees Hall as well. And if you look at the impact that all those guys had, Sauce is literally the best corner in the league. No lie. And people want to call me a homer when I say that. He's not. Garrett Wilson was the offensive rookie of the year, shattered the New York Jets' uh, wide rec- rookie wide receiver receiving record, right? That was held by Keyshawn Johnson for years. Sauce Gardner was the defensive, the rookie defensive player of the year, right? And a lot of people were talking about that he was just unbelievable. Like, Brees Hall looked like the offensive uh, rookie of the year before he went down with the knee and should have won it. Even Garrett Wilson said it himself. Jermaine Johnson coming along. The New York Jets have built the correct way, you know, via drafting. ATV was drafted. He's literally one of the best linemen in the league. Like, you look around what we've built, we've built through the draft. A lot of our core pieces have come through the draft. The problem was with with all this talent that we had in the championship defense, uh, Jack Wilson wasn't getting it done. The quarterback position wasn't getting it done. So that's why they brought in Aaron Rodgers, was because Aaron Rodgers was the missing piece. The Jets' defense was so good last season, right? Phenomenal. Fourth overall, so good. The New York Jets were still in in a playoff chase all the way with six games left. Well, in those six games, we lost all six. The, the offense was so bad, we didn't even score a touchdown in three of those games. In three of those games, the Jets didn't score a touchdown. We went one of those games to go to the playoffs. So that's why they looked at the situation. Anybody, Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles, both of those guys are blind. <laughs> well, we know. Either one of those guys could have looked at the Jets and been like, yo, if they have a better quarterback, boy, oh, boy, <laughs> this is a dangerous team. That's why they went after Aaron Rodgers. That's what I Yeah, no, I, I, I get it, though, and, and yeah. don't, don't, I'm, not, I'm, not, um, I'm not absolving Zach. Um, the quarterback, for sure, is a problem, the, and that'll get you through the regular season. That'll get you to the playoffs, but we're, ta- we're talking Super Bowl, and when you're getting to the Super Bowl or the division game or the championship game, you're playing real-deal coaches with great defenses, great offenses, and the quarterback, if the Jets had a good quarterback or even okay quarterback, They'd make the playoffs. But even with Aaron Rodgers, with this team, the way I'm seeing it run, and I'm talking about the entire team across the board, especially the offensive mm-hmm. line, I, I'm not seeing Super Bowl. Could they make the playoffs? Yeah, no problem. But when you're well, playing Andy Reid in the playoffs and some of the other guys, you're going to run into some trouble. That, that's just me. Yeah, but It's not Super Bowl. And I hear you, and I, and I respect your take, but I respectfully disagree. I don't, you're not seeing it run with Aaron Rodgers. You're seeing it run with Zach Wilson to this point. Right, I think with Aaron Rodgers, he gives you a guy that is not going to make the big – he's a Hall of Famer. You're getting a Hall of Fame Aaron Rodgers. You're getting a guy that can still make plays and still do things. And with that, match with our championship defense, right, because this is still a, a league where you have to have a defense that can put things together, I think the New York Jets will begin. But before I let you go, because the lines are hot, give me your final score prediction. Jets, Kansas City coming up. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? I think the Chiefs take it uh, 40 to 10, and Patrick Mahomes is on Ooh. the bench the whole fourth quarter. 
sorry, man. <laughs> Dre said he's going to come in and give his take. Listen, Dre, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Absolutely. Stay, uh, stay uh, cool, Joe. Don't get angry, and thanks for the show. Absolutely. We're going to keep getting to these lines, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers again. Everybody be patient. We're going to get to everybody. The lines are hot. Next, we're going to go to my guy, Jeremy. Jeremy, we are coming directly to you. For those of you that do not know, Jeremy, he's a savage. <laughs> Jeremy salutes. Jeremy, there's been a lot of heat and anger and frustration and vitriol spit at the New York Jets. They're continuing to go forward with Zach Wilson after a loss to the Patriots. Give me your thoughts about what you saw from Zach Wilson, and do you think that this situation could get better? Do you think that he's a guy that can get coached out of a lot of the issues that we're seeing with him at quarterback? Man, he was atrocious. He was, you know, and I was a big supporter when we drafted him. Uh, it's really hard to make excuses for him for this game. They, the offensive line overall, play, you know, for our offensive line, <laughs> played really well. It was the best they've played this year for sure by a mile. Um, and you, you alluded to it. We've all seen the tape. We've, a lot of us have watched the 22. We've watched different channels show the film. And he clearly had open receivers. He, there were moments where... He had plenty of time. He had a nice pocket, and he checked down right away for no reason when we had open guys, uh, and it's just scared to play football. I I don't know if there's hope for him unless they someone needs to go to him and tell him to start flinging it. Like, he's got to stop playing scared. He just has to start flinging it. They have to stop being conservative. They have to get Hardman in there instead of Cobb, which makes no sense to me. Cobb gives you no chance for anything as far as Yak is concerned. You got to get like Hart, get McCall Hardman in there, get Xavier Gibson in there, get guys in there that if he gets them the ball, have to give you a chance to do something. Now, um, mm-hmm. so the personnel choices are make no sense to me. Um, you know, the combination of head coach Robert Sala and Zach Wilson quarterback is terrifyingly. Like weak, I like it, it hurts my stomach to think of that combination. When you think of the great quarterback coach combinations in the NFL from the past and in the present, um, I honestly, I I don't know at this point. I, it almost feels like you know the signing today was we're not trying to displace Zach Wilson. We're going to let this run out. We're going to see, give him every opportunity. There'll be no stone unturned. We'll know 100% mm-hmm. whether or not he's turned his career around or not. There'll be no question left when this is all done. And if it's a big mess yeah. at the end and we have a horrible record, we'll address the offensive line for next year, get Rogers mm-hmm. back, and start over and you know, hit the reset button with, with yeah. Aaron Rodgers. And that's, that's, and that's what I think the plan is, Jeremy, to be completely honest with you. And that's why I think, I, again, maybe it can happen, but personally I do not think the New York Jets are going to try to sling – big draft capital to go grab a quarterback because they know that there's problems upcoming, you know, with some of the things that can happen with our roster, particularly our offensive line, and they're going to need that capital. So I think going forward with Zach Wilson is, you know, the plan. 
and they told us that so much. Now, they did bring in Trevor Simeon. I want to get your thoughts on that. Do you think that he's a guy that could take over and hold this offense afloat if they decide, you know what, Dak is really killing us at this point. We've got to sit him down. Well, I, I, I mean, I think getting him was a clear message that the, their hope is that Zach plays. Like, they didn't bring in a guy that they're going to ramp up and look to – Zach would have to be what he was on Sunday, week after week until they finally make a move. Like, they're, re, they're really – it was a clear message to me. Like, they want Zach Wilson to be the starter the rest of the year, and they got mm. a guy who they don't want to get to, to be so ugly. If Zach, if Zach doesn't improve at all and it's just, you know, people are, like, at Jets one drive with pitchforks, you know, I think at some point they're gonna they'll they'll go they'll go to him, but they don't want to, um, and they don't want to go to Boyle. But like this was this was clearly you know, if they would have made some big trade for Cousins, and I'm not saying they should have because we've already given away so much capital and salary cap wise, mm-hmm. you know, I understand like I didn't expect that to happen. But if they did, that would be an indication of oh yeah, we're sitting Zach, we're getting in a real quarterback, and we're still trying to do something this year. Mm-hmm. Signing, signing, yeah. signing, signing this, signing this guy was no, 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 no. We're going to look ahead to next year. Um, I think as Jet fans, you know, I'm trying to look at the little positives. You know, uh, Joe Tipman, it's being overlooked. How excited! Like, like that's yeah. that's something really good that that happens on Sunday. The guy yeah. made his NFL debut. Wasn't even playing his position. It wasn't even yep. playing the position he played in camp. They just threw him in there at right guard, and he was absolutely stellar. And that's exciting mm-hmm. because we have AVT and we have Tipman. So we're slow. You know, I mean, we have two of the five locked in. You know, like it's, so it's something. And then yeah. that's why I think next, next year, that's why I think we go offensive line with the, in the first round and the third round. I really do. I think it's going to be – I think we have to. I think it just has – we have to You're lock in the to. offensive line. We just yeah, have no, to. you're forced. I mean, you can't especially, do that, to Aaron Rodgers. Especially if you lose, uh, especially if you lose Mackay Becton. I'm sorry, I don't mean to. I mean, to cut it, I'll let you get the final word. But especially if you lose Mackay Becton, which is a very big possibility, you are locked in to going offensive line at least the first two picks that you have. Absolutely. Oh, and I mean, absolutely. Uh, I guard left. Yeah. Yo, go go ahead because the left guard position, Lakin Thompson, he sucks. Like <laughs> he sucks. But go ahead, Jeremy. I'll give you the final word on that. Yeah, he's garbage. We're probably going to try to cut him post June first and just save whatever money we can. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, I think that first round we take a tackle. You know, uh, take the best tackle there. There's a lot. It's going to be a rich draft for, for tackle position. Um, it, mm-hmm. You know, because we can only get one. If if, if we can't retain Beckton, then ABT stays a tackle. You got Joe Tipman, and then in the third round you take the best interior lineman. If it's a center. Take a center and keep Tipman at guard. If the best interior lineman is a guard, you take the guard and Tipman can play center, and then you have four of the five pieces resolved, right? You'll have mm-hmm. ABT um, and whoever you drafted a tackle. You'll have Tipman, the other interior lineman, and then you got to live with one other spot, and that one other spot could be McGovern at center, or, you know, we find a way to fill that spot. Um, but yeah. that has to be the focus. The priority just has to be offensive line, offensive line, offensive line all day. Yeah. I'm Joe Douglas. I'm getting on the phone with Ru- Ru- Rusty Spooner, and I'm saying, Rusty, mm-hmm. who's the best interior <laughs> lineman that's taking us to the Yeah, salute to Savage Rusty. Listen, before I let you go, Jeremy, because this has been a hot, hot show so far, 
Give me your final score predictions. Jets, Chiefs, Sunday night football. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? I uh, honestly, and I, I hate to say it, but I, I, I can't lie to myself anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Our defense is going to, you know, because of the offense, our defense can't afford to be on the field that long. They're going to break in the second half, and I, I'm afraid it's going to be like 34 to 13, Chiefs. Oh, 34. It's real. Listen, Jeremy, I want to thank you for calling in. We need to hear from you more often. Go ahead and give everybody your YouTube and everything that you're doing. And, uh, you know, before I let you go, man. I appreciate that. It's just Jeff Chaos. Jeff Chaos on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, man, cutting it up. And uh, we've got to have you back on. So I look forward to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, Jeremy, I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, my friend. All right. Take care, my friend. We're going to keep getting to these lines. 515-602-9639. Again, be patient. Trust. We're getting to everybody. Next, we're going to my guy, Colin. Colin, we're coming directly to you. We'll keep moving down these lines. Venom, Chris, I see you. Dwayne, 973, we'll be coming to you. For those of you that do not know, Colin, oh, boy, oh, boy, this man is a savage, okay? I'm talking straight. Colin salutes Zach Wilson stunk against the Patriots. Give me your thoughts about what you saw uh, from the Jets' offense in this game against the Pats, man. Excuse me, Joe. Um, I don't know where to start because I'm still so disgusted with watching that game. Um, <laughs> I'm still trying to rec- I'm still trying to recover. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I got to do. Um, you know, I, I listened to I listened to Rogers today on the McAfee show, and it, mm-hmm. it gave me a little inspiration. But other than that, um, I don't I don't think I can even turn the TV on Sunday night if Zach Wilson is running out on the field. I'm oh just man! To the point where, like, what what is he going to do, Joe? What is he going to do different? You know, Sunday versus this Sunday coming. How much mm-hmm. is he going to improve? He's not he's not going to improve. He hasn't improved since we drafted him. So, you know, for Ooh. for us to, like, go to sleep and wake up a week later and think that all of a sudden he's going to come out there and throw 300 yards, two touchdowns, and we're going to beat the Chiefs, that's like, mm-hmm. you know, that's like living a pipe dream. That's, that is not going to happen. He, he needs to <laughs> basically go to the CFL or the XFL and and play to the point where he can get better because, one, He's not going to get better sitting on the bench behind Rodgers. You don't get uh-huh. better as a quarterback just sitting behind a player for years and then come out and all of a sudden you think you're going to be that good. It's either you're good well, it, or you're not good. Yeah, it, yeah well, that I, I will say this. You can be, that can help you greatly, especially when you're able to watch from the bench and you're able to watch them orchestrate the offense. Also, of course, people just think they're sitting on the bench watching. No, they're involved in the discussions with the, between the offensive staff and that starting quarterback. They sit there, they listen in, they watch how things are happening. They're able to look at defenses and get a realization of what, you know, defenses are going to bring from the sidelines. So that can help prepare you. But, yeah, you know, you got to go out there and put the X's and O's together and go out there and make the throws. And, uh you know, I think the year behind that's, that's what I'm worried uh, about. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. if it, yeah, if it had come true, I think would have been great for Zach. Uh, he, you know, helping to I, completely rebuild him 
and fix him as a quarterback. But, you know, here we are. Aaron Rodgers is out with an injury, and Zach is now thrust into the starting position. Now, you were talking about what Aaron Rodgers talked about earlier, and, um, you know, I know you saw where he talked about, hey, there's some things going on on the sidelines. There's a lot of people, you know, with a lot of emotions and things are happening that he didn't like himself. What are your thoughts about that, especially with Zach, them going forward as Zach as their starter? Are you concerned that Sella can end up losing this team, continuing to start Zach? Because we see the frustration from these guys on the sidelines. We see that they're angry and they're upset what's going on out there. What are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, at, at any, anyone losing, I, I used to bowl on a bowling league, Joe, and, you know, mm-hmm. when, you, when you're losing, there's anger, there's frustration, you know, because mm-hmm. maybe one guy's not doing what he was supposed to do, and you get angry, and people yell, and people scream. That, that's, that's, that's the nature of sports, you know? If, you, if you're going to say, hey, everyone's on the team, it's just going to take a loss and not even say a word about it, you know, then, you know, you, you, you're in the wrong sport, you know. So mm-hmm. players are going to yell. Players are going to scream. That's part of the game. Um, you know, Salah is, you know, he's not the type of coach that he's going to show anything to, you know, to the television or anything like that. You know, mm-hmm. he's frustrated too. You know, it's not like he's not yeah. frustrated. He's frustrated. Um, he's just not going to show it to the media. Um, but, you know, listen, it, 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 it shows because they went out and they got Travis Simeon. Um, mm-hmm. the, guy, the guy, he's played in the NFL many years, and I just hope that he can learn at least 10 plays by Sunday so he can yeah. start. That's, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you know, you never – maybe – I'm, I'm hoping that Zach comes out and is better against the Chiefs, and I hope we – don't have to go to Trevor Simeon, but the way things are looking, yeah. You know, but Joe, how how is he going to come out? How is he going to come out and be better on Sunday? Like, what is going to change overnight? Nothing's going to change. He's going to come out. You know, maybe he's going to yeah. come out and he's all of a sudden he's going to say, "Okay, you know what? Let me let me not be so um, cautious. Let me start zipping yeah, down the field." But when he zips it down the yeah. field, he's either going to be overthrowing guys or he's going to be throwing it in someone else's hands. That's what he's going to be doing. We've seen this no, before. Listen. We've seen this movie three years in a row. <laughs> it's like the Titanic. No, listen, it over and over. <laughs> and we're and we're going down, and we're, huh? and we're playing music on the ship while it, while we're going down. You know, we're playing the same song, but the ship is going down. <laughs> listen, Colin, the lines are hot. Give me your final score prediction. Yes, yes. Jets, Chiefs, Sunday Night Football. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses, man? Uh, Trevor Simeon comes in and play, and we end Ooh. up pulling out a squeaker, 24-23. That's, what, that's, Ooh, that's, that's my pipe dream for the, for the Sunday. 24-23 Jets. <laughs> Listen, Colin, I got to slide off. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, yes. I want to hear from you. Yes, Joe. Take care. Good night. <laughs> We're going to keep getting to these lines. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We'll get to everybody next. We're going to 973. Venom, Chris, I see you. I'll be coming to you. Dwayne, I see you. I'll be coming to you next. We're going to 973 quickly. 973, I want to thank you for calling in, man. It's good to speak to you. Zach Wilson stunk against the Patriots. 
What are your thoughts about his play, and are you concerned that Sulla could lose this team going forward with him as a starter with how bad he's playing? The more they keep him in, the more games they're going to lose. And I happen to agree with John Neewith on his comments because, like I said, mm-hmm. he is not your guy. I mean, he's terrible. He hasn't done it. Okay, so he made one good play in the opening week of the season. But what has he done then? Nothing at all. I have to agree with Neyman's comments on Zach. He's, he's just not good enough. And I'm not too confident yeah, I mean, about, about our latest edition either because he's almost as bad a starter as Zach was. Well, I, look, I, Trevor Simeon is a guy that is a veteran. He's a quality veteran. He can come in here. He's kind of the quintessential uh, backup. You know, he can get prepared for mm-hmm. a game and go out there and produce solidly. With Zach to this point, though, man, and, I, and again, uh, you know, uh, Zach is, you know, I liked him, but he's very volatile, man. He's very volatile. He wasn't necessarily well, the quarterback that I wanted in the draft, but when he got here, I accepted that. And I thought, hey, you know, this is a guy we can move forward with, but, man, he is so volatile. He's so up and down. And when you look at it, man, he, they've got to clean up things around him. Now, moving forward to this upcoming game against the Chiefs, what would you do offensively to kind of help Zach? What could the Jets do to help Zach and put him in a position to really make some moves and have an impact in this upcoming game offensively? Well, judging the way he's done, I mean, he's got, he's got to stop, you know, pulling off these hands. He, did, you know, he fell before he wasn't even hurt uh, last week in the game. That you got to stop doing. I mean, you were pur- I think it was like you're purposely just trying to get yourself out of the game. No, you're there to play. You're there to put in the, the whole effort in, and he didn't do it. So if he can do that, maybe there's a decent chance that he can pull up a productive game. But the way he played last mm. week was just absolutely pathetic, miserable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was, it was bad. Listen, you before I let you go, man, give, me, give me your final score prediction. Jets, Chiefs, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? Chiefs are going to destroy 35 nothing. Ooh, 35 nothing. Yeah. Man. <laughs> You're speaking. You have yourself a good one, man. Whoa. We're gonna keep into these lines five one five six zero two nine six three nine. People are angry, and I and I get it. I'm listening, man. People are upset, okay. And again, those comments from Joe Namath, whoo, they were they were hot, full of steam, okay. Next, we're gonna go to my guy Venom G's. Venom G's are coming directly to you. Then Chris, then Dwayne, new callers as well. Hold on, all right. We're going to my guy Venom, okay. For those of you that do not know. Venom, he's a savage. Venom salutes. Listen, Venom, that's Joe, what's up? Ter- he was terrible. He was terrible, Venom. Oh, yeah. Against the Joe. Patriots. I don't know, man. What, what say you about Zach Wilson? What are your thoughts on the Jets bringing in Trevor Simeon, man? Yo, man, it seemed like... This was a replay of all three years, Joe. <laughs> yeah. We was watching yeah, the same was. game from last year, bro. <laughs> the defense kept us in the game. You know, exactly. I'm done with him, man. I, if, if anything, I would trade him to the Niners for Sam Donald in a heartbeat, man. This guy here is horrible, man. Oh, really? I never thought now I, everybody wants that boy yeah. Sam back, huh? Oh, no, I, I want that back. back. You know, back you, now. you know me, Joe. Yeah. You know me. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know me. I always yeah, yeah, yeah. scream and say. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You know, yeah, you know yeah. here's the deal. I want to I want to touch on this really quickly. For those of you, uh-huh. all right, that are now one of my guys, Sam Darnold, back saying, "Oh, we, he could have had a chance here." We got, you know what? All of you are <laughs> Yeah, you all oh. deserve. It, all right. How about that? Okay. Now you you guys are taking your time like to bash the guys. I like my USC all right? guys. <laughs> Oh man, you know what? Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna hit y'all with one of those too. Oh, now, now everybody wants Sam Darnold back. Oh God, please bring Sam back. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. We didn't really give Sam a chance. Maybe we should. Sam. Now y'all worried about Sam Darnold? Come on, man. You're I don't want to hear it. Yes, Sam Stringer for Sam Darnold. I don't want to hear it. You stink. Oh, as far my as I'm God. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. I don't want to hear it. He's gone. Oh, Y'all pushed him out the building. You pushed him out the building. You made sure to kick him on his way out. The man never talks negatively about Jets, fans, the franchise, or nothing. But y'all make oh. sure to dump on him on a weekly basis. Oh. But now, now that the now that the the, the 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 big pick, now that Zach is really struggling, now it's oh my god, we gotta help Sam, we gotta go back and get him. You know what? We made a mistake. Yeah, whatever. It's over, baby. It's over. Simps. Now you want Sam back, y'all? Simps. I told you this man needed a chance. All right, you gave him Adam Gaze, bad offensive lines, bad players. He didn't have a number one wide receiver ever. Yo. Oh, yo. Yo, Joe. Joe. Okay, whatever. Go ahead, Venom. I just have to let that be known. Okay? Because I'm a SC guy, and I'm not not dealing with that. All right, now everyone wants Sam Darnold. Here we go. Now he's talking to SC guys. Yo, yeah. but this this looks just like Le'Veon Bell was running for the team again, man. This looks like the same old Jets, man. This look, yo, we ain't look like, yo, we got to get Dalvin Cook out of here, man, because that, that's Dalvin pre-cook or something, man, because that one is not cooking nothing, man. Golly, man. It, it seems like, yo, when they come to the Jets, man, the – they just disintegrate, man. Dalvin Cook looked uh, all washed up. I don't know man. what's going on, man. But but we it's, gotta it's, we gotta you know. Hopefully this week Sam will pull something out of his hat, man. I don't believe it, but I'm I'm just having faith in him, man. Well, let, let's go. Let's talk about this. We got we got the upcoming game against the Chiefs. Is there anything you think Nathaniel Hackett can do offensively, schematically? To help, to help Zach Wilson and put him in a position to really be successful against this Kansas City Chiefs defense. Joe, everything that he could do, they're scared of him to do. Like, they, you, uh, you remember my man Sam? He was throwing bombs to Robbie. This guy don't got no bombs to nobody. You haven't seen this dude throw no bombs to nobody. He doesn't have those uh, highlights where we could say he's going deep. You can't even see highlights of him throwing it over to to a, a, a lob to a running back to get some yards, man. You're not seeing him. He can't even do sweet passes right, man. This is this is yeah. this kid is, is horrible, man. He needs to sit oh. down, get traded to another team. But this week is gonna yeah. look ugly. 
because Ooh. this Kansas City team, you know, oh man, my man, my man, uh, he's the, the coolest man. Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> they're going to they're going to make us look crazy. They, you know, imagine, look what they did to Philly in the Super Bowl. They're going to make us look like. Like no, oh man, this is going to be bad, man. You got the best, Give me. the best quarterback in the league, the best tight end in the league. Oh, man, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be well, tough. Give, this give is me going to be Venom. Give, a long night. Give me your final score. <laughs> give me your final score prediction. Jets, Kansas City, man. Oh man, forty-five to twelve, man. All field goals. Forty-five uh, to twelve, Jets. No, no, that, that, that Joe, stop it. <laughs> you, uh, you must be I was hoping forty-five. <laughs> <It's> all right. <laughs> yeah, man. I was hoping, man. I was hoping. Stop it, stop it. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> all right, Joe. Listen, Venom. I gotta slide off. You have yourself a good one, man. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right. You too, man. Have a good one. Have a good one. Now, everybody, you know, that's not the only person I've been hearing about. Oh, Sam Darnold, maybe we could trade for him. You know what? It's over. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's over. That's over. Okay? We got Zach here now. All right? And hopefully he can play better. Maybe this is just a Bilicek thing. Okay? Has no one thought about that? Maybe it's just a Belichick thing. Maybe it's just Belichick is just in his brain, man. He can't 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 do anything about it. Fifteen straight ain't beat him since two thousand fifteen. <laughs> Belichick ain't the only <laughs> Belichick ain't only in his brain. I'm gonna tell you that. We gonna keep him. We gonna get back to these lines. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. I'm taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Chris. Chris, I'm coming directly to you. For those of you that do not know, Chris is a savage. What's up, Joe? What's up? How you doing tonight? What's going on, man? I don't know if you got some headsets or something, but if you can make the adjustment so you can sound like you're coming a little bit closer to the phone, if you could. Yeah. Uh, There's... There's been a lot of things going on, man. A lot of things moving and shaking. We got yep. uh we just lost to the Patriots fifteen to ten. Jack Wilson looking bad. Joe Namath coming out yep. and just yeah. setting the franchise ablaze with his rant, uh with with, yep. with media. Man, give me your thoughts about uh-huh. all of this negativity and vitriol that is being spit the Jets' way for going forward so, with Zach Wilson. So last week I called you and I told you that I thought the Jets had a chance in the game. And and I'm encouraged with Zach Wilson because I did see them move the ball to huh? the end of the game. Remember when I was saying that they needed those short passes and they needed to move the ball and spread the ball around to the playmakers? They moved the ball at the end of the game. And I think that uh, if they try to if they try to practice that instead of doing the things that that they try to run for Aaron Rodgers is to say, hey Zach, run the same offense. He's not the same quarterback, and he'll never be the same quarterback. Uh, Zach Wilson and I looked at the the kind of the style. Zach Zach Wilson is kind of like a and he's not a good quarterback, 
but he operates in chaos similar to the guy, what's his name, Jake Locker. So the thing is like this. Zach's never going to be a great quarterback, but you could put him in situations where if you spread the ball around, like Nicole Hartman should have been playing and, and these things, at the end of the game, you got to speed up the game, you got to operate and can be marginally successful and leave it over to the defense. But with all that said, the Jet fans, you know, we came two plays of either tying that game or winning that game. And I look at it as, you know, throwing the ball, taking that sack in the end zone was, 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 was crazy, right? Atrocious. And, yeah, and, then, and then at the end of the game, we had a chance to uh, – we had a chance to – I mean, Randall Cobb catches the ball, we win. I mean, but I guess that's how football is. But like I said, Belichick makes quarterbacks look bad anyway, you know? He does, he, he's, yeah. he's an expert. Hold, hold on, expert hold on. At, at, at. Yeah, hold on a second, Chris, and I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to go back to something that you said that I, I thought was interesting. And it was something, a, a point that I kind of had, but, you know, I, I, I've been looking at that as well. When you talked about that drive, right, in the fourth quarter where we moved the ball down the field, that was in a situation where they went up-tempo, where they That's took it. advantage of a lot of no-huddle stuff and just started right. blitzing and going down the field offensively, right. tuck the ball, get back to the line of scrimmage, rush. And that is something that they could do offensively to help him out, to keep these defenses on their toes because it locks Correct. you into a personnel package. And if you want to keep stacking the box and bringing these guys, okay, fine, I'm going to just speed it up. But here's the deal about that, okay? And I don't you, – you got some feedback going on, Chris, if you could clean that up as well. You got some feedback going on. But here's the thing as well, right? When I look at this, right, and I say, okay, no huddle, no up-tempo stuff can help him out, that could be something that they do. But then you got to look at it and you got to say on the other side of the coin, there were guys wide open. There were guys wide open, and I know people are talking about the offense and that it's ran for Aaron Rodgers and all this other stuff. There were guys wide open on these plays. Garrett Wilson was schemed wide open. There was, a, there was this one play, I, can't, I forget the, the down, but Garrett Wilson was coming across the middle deep, wide open, and Zach didn't see him at all. There was a couple plays, like you talked about Zach, there was a tight end and a running back, wide open. And he didn't see them either. So it's like I get the, the no-huddle stuff that can, can be brought in to help him to really get up-tempo, but can you run a functional offense like that? Can you run a functional offense all four quarters going up-tempo like that? I don't think you can. I mean, you could. I think you're going to you gas yourself it. out. Go ahead. You could, create, you, could, you, could create, you could create a packages. You could do certain things uh, with that, okay? So – I just think that, you know, I don't think he's a good quarterback. I think the Jets made a mistake about putting him in. But we're here now, and we just need to do the best yeah. that we can to help him out, you know, and get these guys the ball. No. What are your thoughts about ball, Simeon? Man. What are your thoughts Who? about Simeon? Uh, Trevor Simeon. Uh, oh, uh, journeyman quarterback and, you know, uh, the game manager. So, I mean – I mean, yeah, our defense is going to get us at least four or five games. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, he'll be he'll be he'll be a good backup. Uh, he's a good backup quarterback. I say that. Mm-hmm. He's okay. He's decent. Yeah. He's been around. I mean, he's better than yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick, or you know, but he's a little bit above him. So, I think he can yeah. do a good job. You know, I think I think, yeah. I think that was a good uh, 
good. I, I would like Carson Wentz, but I, I guess he still wants to stay retired. So. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's so. been a lot of talk about Matt Ryan and, and Carson Wentz and things. Now, I just want to ask you this, Chris, because me and you have been talking about Mekhi Becton being the left tackle and that he should start. Uh-huh. Now we know Dwayne Brown's on IR. Well, Mekhi right. Becton's the left tackle and looks pretty good against the Patriots. The offensive line, we know there was – Shifted around, right? ATB was at right tackle. You had Pittman at right guard. What were your right. thoughts about what you saw from the offensive line against the Patriots, man? I think he played good. I think he played good for uh, – I think the offensive line played pretty good for, for what it was. And I think Makai is, is, will be better long, as the season goes along. And I think mm-hmm. uh, the last six or seven games is going to be elite. So I think that we're going to see the best of my Makai Beckton at the end of the year. And I think we're going to see, we're going to see a good good player. I think uh, he should be back on the team next year as a left tackle, and and we move forward with the draft choice. You know, and either we trade it for a proven uh, lineman or you know somebody, or we get you know whatever. I, I would prefer proven players rather than uh, go in the draft and get somebody else because we got cap space. But that's just me. You think that? Now I want to going forward with this Makai because I wanted to. You think that Makai back in for sure is going to be back with the Jets next season? I think he's going to be back. I think when you get rid of uh, Dwayne Brown's salary, you get, get rid of Dalvin Cook's salary and a couple other guys, I think you can uh, you can, you can can bring back Makai on, on like an $18, 20000000 million a year. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I tell you what, it's going to be interesting going forward because uh, his relationship with the Jets ain't the best. You know that, Chris. He could, be always, he could, he, he could always be a franchise, <laughs> so he doesn't. You know, yeah, he can't be franchised, but, you know, we see players are not happy. They get franchised. That can cause some issues, too. I think he, you know? I think, I'm not I think Makai wants to play. He would do that. I think Makai wants go ahead, to play. Go ahead. Give me your thoughts. I think – and you know what? Okay. I'm going to tell these Jeff fans this, man. Um, I, and, and, and this is this will be my, my last statement before you ask me the question about mm-hmm. the score. I think Aaron yeah. Rodgers deserves the benefit of the doubt. He took a $30 million pay cut to come in and, yeah. you know, think that – he deserves the benefit of a doubt in terms of, you know, I'm, I'm sure he's not going to stick his – Aaron Rodgers isn't seen the, 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 the type of guy that, that stakes his reputation against somebody who's who's terrible, who has no potential. So I think mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers sees something. And if he was terrible, I'm sure Darren Rodgers, this guy doesn't belong on the NFL field. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I think that if, if somebody like that sees a quarterback that he can actually play this game, I think we should we should look at it and say – you know, maybe the guy has some talent. Maybe he's not hes not me, but maybe he can be like a backup, a third, fourth, third string, second string quarterback in the NFL, you know. So I think that I think that I think that Zach is going to I think Zach's going to going to get better. And I've I seen it last week and I've seen, you know, us, us doing stuff. So, you know, yeah. I, I think he's going mean, to get look, better. And I'm not and I'm not a Zach, you, I'm not a Zach Wilson truther. I'm not a yeah, Zach Wilson no, listen, truther, I, but I think. But, yeah. but Trevor Lawrence looked horrible last week against the Colts. <laughs> horrible. And, yeah. you, know, you, you know, horrible. Justin Fields yeah. looked horrible. So, yeah. I mean, this game is very tough, man, to, to play. And, you know, you know, and like I said, I I think that this guy is going to gonna, gonna um, have a good game or two this year. I think I think we're going to get get at least one game. And I think this is it. Right. I think this Give is me. the game. That, I think this is the game. Give me your score prediction. I think I think the Jets win this game. Uh, I think we win twenty-one fourteen. I think we can we're able to prove wow. that you can run the ball. You can you can run the ball in Kansas City. 
And, okay. uh, you know, the Lions proved that you can run on them. And I think we got right. uh, some good linemen. We can run the football on them. The Patriots were different, man. They got some, some good guys in there. But I think we can, I okay. think we can run the football. Chris says, whoa. Chris took the Jets. Listen, Chris, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right, thanks. All right. Listen, Chris took the Jets. He said uh, 21-14. Wow. We're going to hold Kansas City to 14 points. Chris says. All right, we're going to keep getting to these lines. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. Salute to all the savages in the chat. Venom G says, Joe, stop it. Zach hasn't played good all year. Yeah, Venom, I know. I know. I know. I'm just saying, you know, the no huddle looked interesting. But we got to keep in mind that was one drive out of the whole game, too, you know. (laughs) It's tough, man. It is tough. Zach's got to get better. But maybe it's just a Belichick thing. Maybe it's just a Belichick thing, man. We're going to keep getting to these callers again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. You can call in next. We're going to Dwayne, baby. We're going to Dwayne, all right? For those of you that do not know Dwayne, he's a savage. Dwayne salutes. Salute, salute. So much anger, man. So much anger, so much uh, vitriol, so much just pain, Dwayne. Zach Wilson looked awful against the Patriots. Uh, Man, you got fans that want him out of here. Joe Namath, you know, legendary Jets quarterback, just stomped him and the franchise recently in an interview with the media. I mean, give me your thoughts just about, Zach Wilson and his play. Let's start off there. What were your thoughts about what you saw from him against the Patriots, man? Well, I was I, – this was my idea after the game. I was like, listen, let Zach play out the season. It's basically tanking if you let him play. We get Caleb Williams or someone next year. We fire Joe Douglas. We fire Nate Hackett. Aaron Rodgers makes his decision whether he wants to come back and play for another coach, yes or no. If we don't, wow. we still got Caleb Williams. We still got Caleb Williams. We're going to dissect that. That was my idea. Okay, go ahead. That was my first. That was my first thought. Then I was listening to a Jet show, and I heard um, something I heard before, but I didn't really. I never really locked in what, what, what was being said. Because I don't know if you remember earlier this year. I didn't. I, you know, I was really upset when we let go of Mike Lafleur. I thought he was a scapegoat. I didn't like the Nate, ha- Nate Hackett thing, but you know, I understood Aaron was coming with it. I didn't like selling our team to a 39-year-old injured quarterback, and this is the results. So then I heard on the Jets show that when you take Zach out of the office, the New York Jets are the top passing team in the league. I'm talking about Joe Flacco, Mike White, Josh mm-hmm. Johnson, top passing team in the league. So we got Trevor Simeon. Not great, but I'm starting to realize I think I know more about football than Zach Wilson. I think so. <laughs> Bear with me on this one. I don't have the athleticism. He's a young man. He's got the athleticism. He's 6'2". I'm not 6'2". But I played football growing up, and I, and I played Madden, 
I know certain things about football. There was a play they showed, right, on the all-22. It was two nine, two nine routes on each side. There was a slot corner on the right side yeah. that ran a post. Mm-hmm. When you do that, right, whether it be Madden, whether it be uh, uh, peewee football, whatever football it is, what you do is you look at the safety to your left. If he fades towards your left, you're going to the post. If the, if the post is closed, you go to the nine route on the right side. That is the easiest play. So they showed Garrett Wilson got open, right? So that's another part of that play. You can throw it to Garrett Wilson's back shoulder because, uh, you know, the, the, the corner was playing the flat. Okay. So what I realized is Zach Wilson belongs somewhere dipping fries in oil. That's his skill. I think <laughs> oh that's his skill. God. I don't think it's, it's not quarterback because it's about the worst, maybe second or all worst quarterback behind Jamarcus Russell, right? Ooh. And if we don't have him in, Josh Johnson is a MVP. I'm, I'm, I'm over-exaggerating. Josh Johnson is an MVP candidate. So this is my choice. You have two choices. You can either tank mm-hmm. or you can put Trevor Simeon in in the next two weeks, and I guarantee you will play back. Listen. Next two weeks, Trevor Simeon. <laughs> Dwayne, I want to I want to <laughs> thank you for your for your takes. Listen, I, Zach was really bad. He was bad, and I think that I don't know what it is. Again, maybe it's a Belichick thing, but there were guys running open, and I don't think it's that he doesn't. I'm gonna give him the, and people are gonna make it sound like I'm protecting him. I'm not. I don't think it's that he doesn't see the guys. I just think it's that he's so scared that he doesn't trust what he sees. And Dan Olofsky broke this down on a play. Um, and even I, I've seen some things as well, just watching him and, and watching uh, the plays and how he should throw the ball in certain spots and he doesn't. It's he doesn't have the confidence. Like, he just doesn't. Got, there's teams that come out in Tampa twos, and you should absolutely be ripping the ball to a certain spot within that zone. And there'll be a guy wide open there. I'm talking wide open. And he won't let it go. And I think it's because he he just doesn't trust what he sees. And it's and again, we've seen Bilichek do this to various quarterbacks, right? Because I think we saw I think we saw the progression against the Cowboys, right? We saw him in that Cowboys game, even though we lost it, we saw him move around the pocket and escape rush. You know, we saw that. We saw him evade certain things and make smart throws in that game. And, yes, we lost that game. And he threw three interceptions, but that was in the fourth. The game was over. He was just trying to make a play. But up until then, he played very controlled. And something changed in this game against the Patriots, and I think it's that Bilicek is in his dome, and he just does not trust what he sees. He's not willing to let it go because he doesn't want to kill us because that's been the big thing. Remember last year? The Patriots game is what got him benched because he said, I'm tired of playing boring football. I am tired of this. I want to go out there and make a play. That's what got him sat down. <laughs> Anybody thinks I'm lying, go back to the last season. I forgot which – I think it was the first Patriots game. We played them, and he, he had a horrible game. He threw a bunch of interceptions, and after the game, when they asked him about the defense and all that stuff, he said, look, I'm tired of playing safe. 
I want, you know, I want to go out there and make a play because Mike LaFleur, and like you said, everybody thought he was a scapegoat. Mike LaFleur had said at that time as well, had just told him, play safe. And um, I think that that's what's affecting him more than anything. And you bring up, you, you have great analysis there as well. The way that he should let things go, he just don't do it. And I'm wondering if that can be coached out of him, and that's what I want to get from you going forward with Nathaniel Hackett. There's things that he can do schematically to help. What do you think we'll be able to do against the Chiefs to help him produce? Is there something that they should do game plan-wise to really, you know, be able to have him go out there and be successful offensively? There's only for what, from what we know, scheme schematics. I don't think schematics is the problem. What kind of what you just said? Maybe he is afraid of throwing to wide, to open wide receivers, so that's not going to do. It. <laughs> The smartest thing I can do, smartest thing I can say schematically is, you know, I don't know if you were a Jets fan when Keyshawn was here. When uh-huh. Keyshawn was here, we had we had a similar problem. We were losing. We had a great wide receiver, and he wrote a book called "Just Give Me the Damn Ball." So yeah. I mean that. I put that on my on my Twitter, and I put mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson safe on it. Just give Garrett Wilson three seconds and throw him the ball. That's the best I can say. Because if mm-hmm. you're not seeing Randall Cobb run right across your face, yes. he's right in front of you. If you're not seeing that, and it's a safe throw to, what mm-hmm. can, there's nothing schematically I can do for you. That, that's, that's more than safe at that point. That's a safe pass. Instead, you, yeah. run, uh, you pass it to Garrett with an in-and-out route. There, there's nothing you can do schematically. Whatever his issue is, the man was – it's three years of this where we can say third-string quarterbacks are better mm-hmm. than Zach Wilson. There's nothing – that's who he is at this point. He's Jamarcus yeah. Russell. That, that's who he is. I would mm-hmm. say Zach um, – yeah, I, I would say Zach. That, that, that's what I would do. I, I would, maybe next – not this week, but next week, try Trevor mm-hmm. Simeon. I would call Colin Kaepernick. Anybody at this point would be yeah. better than Zach. Anybody. Yeah. Listen, Dwayne, this was a phenomenal call for me. You broke some great things down, and uh, you have to <laughs> said he should be dipping fries in oil. Give me your final score prediction. Jets, Chiefs, and, who do you and, think and wins? Joe, who do you just think that. I'm not, talking about put, I'm not talking about putting burgers together or nothing. Just to dip the fries in the oil and walk away. Just leave that. Damn. <laughs> Don't take the fries out because that's too much. Dip it he and then even wrap the away. burgers? Like, just, just nah, put he, the fries in listen, the oil? That's- no, just put the fries in the oil. Don't take it out. You could burn yourself. Just put the fries in the oil, walk away, take a break, come back. I know it's a lot for you. And that's your job. That's your job. Not even XFL. Not even XFL. <laughs> Give me your score predictions. Oh. So, I, I, I'm sorry. I have two score predictions. One, the Jets lose 35-11. And two... Ooh. Uh, two Zach Wilson gets lost in the tunnel, ends up sitting next to Taylor Swift. Because technically she's oh, my in the owner's <laughs> box, and the Jets lose 35-20. That's Trevor Simeon in the that, That's my two scores, I think. Oh, my goodness. Great, great distraction for Travis Kelsey. Listen, Dwayne, I got to slide off. That's another show I want to hear from you, all right? I got you, Joe. <laughs> have a good one.
Listen, Dwayne called in and broke things down. We're going to keep on going. We got, we're got we short on time, so we're going to slide the next caller in. 917, we're coming directly to you, 917. All right? You're looking like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about Zach Wilson, man. What's up, Joe? It's Barney Bon Bon from Money Making Manhattan. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Okay, we got Manhattan boys in the building. Give me your thoughts about Zach Wilson and what you saw from him against the Patriots. All right. You got to hear me out. I'm not a Zach Truther. It's just hear me out, okay, because I got a theory. You ready for this? I'm ready. Go ahead. Oh, okay, here we go. It's not that Zach couldn't throw it, you know, when Garrett was on the side and dumped it down to Conklin and all that. It's that he was told that he was not allowed to. Let me say that again. I think he was told to not throw it. And I, it's not that they're throwing the game. I think this is what happened. Just think about it. Every time this kid plays Belichick, the, the team blows up. Every, like, first year, blew out his knee. I can't remember what happened in the second game in 21. The both games last year were insane. Um, and, and, you know, he threw the defense under the bus, and then there was the punt return, right? But here's my theory. So, I think the coaching staff, Hackett, Sala, ever sat down and said, here's the thing. These guys suck, and the Patriots do suck. Not as bad as us with Zach Wilson, but they do suck. And we can beat them if you don't turn it over, if you don't throw four picks like you did in Dallas. You're not sure? Just throw it. So, and he's already timid. He's already in his head. He's already messed up. So it, it doubled down on that. Now, you might say it, it didn't work. But here's the thing. It did work. They were in the game in the fourth quarter. They lost. You know, they were in the game up to one second. I'm not saying – that's a good thing. But I'm just saying, and you can mm-hmm. say the strategy sucks, but I think that was the strategy. So does Zach Wilson suck? Yes. Is he bad? Yes. Is he probably mm-hmm. going to be out of the league or like a third stringer or a practice squad somewhere or an XFL next year? Yes. But I, I, I don't think he's as bad as Namath and everybody is saying he is. I think he was tough. Mm-hmm. They say, oh, he's sacking enough. I'm sure he was told, hey, just sit down. We don't, we don't want you to fumble. So I, I think mm-hmm. it was a plan by Salah. He's not going to come out and say mm-hmm. that. But I think that's what happened. And let, let me give you one, one more thing of evidence. Um, quickly, uh, quickly. I was watching, you know, there's all the shots of them arguing on the sideline. I don't know if you saw the one where Lazard's mm-hmm. talking to um, Lazard talking to Garrett and, and yep. the guy was online trying to read his lips and Garrett said, he can't throw it. Here's how I think that conversation went. Lazard goes, hey, what did Hack say? Hack said, and then, and then he's answered, he can't throw it. Like, so I think it's that yeah. – is that because remember he was talk, arguing with with a hack earlier? Although that was a lot of mm-hmm. the, the lip reading thing was fourth quarter, but I think it was it, I think it was um, Wilson uh, Garrett Wilson being frustrated, saying saying Hey, how come I can't throw it? It's like that the game plan is you can't throw it to you unless you're <laughs> five yards out or completely yeah, wide open yeah. or you yeah, listen, that listen. Down. And, like, and I, I think and that I was you there, and, and I think that that that's the big thing is is making sure that and, and maybe. That's part of the game plan is to not have him. Now, I'm not going to say they're not they're telling him not to throw That's the guys right. that are wide open, but I think in his brain yeah. is that he's so tentative and he doesn't want to make the big mistake that that's what's enabling him to you know take sacks or throw the balls where it's not. He doesn't see it and he's so scared that he's not trusting what he sees. But listen, Bond, I am well, well, extremely short on time. They're going to shut me off in a second. I want you to give me your final score prediction for the Jets and Chiefs quickly. Uh, if I'm honest, it's, it's going to be uh, Kansas City by a lot. But in a miracle, I got the Jets winning 22-20. to 20. 
22 to 20. Okay, we'll take that from you. 22 to 20 Jets. That's what I heard. All right. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. I just have to go because we're extremely short on time. All right, my friend, you have a good one. Listen, whew, this has been a hot show. Quickly, I'm going to give you guys my breakdown. I think it's going to be very tough. I think the Chiefs are going to come out. Uh, I think the defense is going to slow them down at first, uh, you know, keep the game reasonably close. I think that Zach is going to look better than he did against the Patriots, all right? And I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. <laughs> uh, you know, it's going to come, all right? But I think that he looks better than he did against the Patriots, and I think he's going to be able to put some things together, all right? Surprisingly, I think he's going to look all right. But I'm still thinking that eventually that Chiefs offense, the, the pressure they're going to be able to put together, I think they're going to find scores, Okay. And I'm taking the Chiefs to beat the Jets, all right? I'm taking the Chiefs to beat the Jets 23-17. 23-17, I'm taking the Chiefs, man. Sorry. I'm just, you know, that's how I'm feeling. So now I've got to shut down the show because, whoa, you know they're going to start hating on you, boy, all right? Listen, I'm the man of the people on here for the people that me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love thinking about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I am also on Twitter as well. Go on over to Twitter. Type in at The Long Beach Joe, at The Long Beach Joe on Twitter. All right? Follow your boy. I'll follow you right back. And as always, if you want to troll me, hey, let's go back and forth because I'll have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times. That boy moved from left guard to right guard. Now he's our right tackle. Here they go, Hayden. Before, they was our left tackle. <laughs> this guy just does it all. Doesn't complain, just goes out there. All right? Fight on. That's what we do at SC. All right? Now, I'm also on YouTube as well, okay? We live stream the show on YouTube, Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Go on over there, subscribe, hit that notification bell, so when I post content, you'll be in the know, all right? And as always, people, when you see me in person, because you will see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free, free hugs for everyone, free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking out times out of your day to be in the chat, to interact with your boy, to call in, to... To, to talk, to watch, anything that you do. I want to thank you in any way that you interact with the show. You folks are the absolute best. Again, without you people, I'm absolutely nothing. Thank you folks again for taking times out of your day to check out the show. So until the next one, you folks have a good one. Peace. Hey!